Are we going to do a metronome for this podcast? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Say something? Check. Okay, we're good. Cool. <clears throat> so I'm conduct this like a psychotherapy session, okay? Okay. <laughs> Tell me what... Can you prescribe me medicine? Yeah. Great. Uh, ranch water. My last one. Man, I went through like five last night really quick. Nice. Those I, are- uh... I woke up at 2 a.m. last night or last morning to work. And I worked from like 2 to 9. Uh-huh. Then I had like so much caffeine in me, I just had to keep going. Yeah. Oh, do those are those caffeinated? No, no, no. This was later in the day when it was I was like, you know, extremely exhausted running on adrenaline. Yeah. You know, like when you're so tired, you can't go to sleep and you're just in the fucking grind mode. Yep, yep. Yeah, so I had a couple of these to calm me down. Right on. Those are tasty. What is what's the flavor? Original agave lime. Lime. Yep. I actually like these a lot. I used to be against the store seltzers because uh, I went to a liquor store and they told me that most of them are malt beer based. Yeah. Like, uh, what's the most popular one? I've had a shitload of those. Like White Claw. Yeah. 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 Like like those are, but these, I guess they're different. It, it you know it doesn't say malt beer in it or anything. It's fermented cane sugar agave. So yeah. So how, where's the alcohol entering the picture? What kind of, what, I don't, I don't understand how ranch water's. Well, I, I think usual ranch water they're putting like in tequila, tequila or something, right? Yeah. And lime. So I'm guessing it has to do with like a TABC thing to where you can sell wine at HEB or something because it's like a fruit based fermentation. Mm-hmm. And I'm guessing that's what tequila is in a way. Like you can just ferment the agave and it's almost like. So is that a, like. I got this from H-E-B. Yeah. The alcohol content is what on that thing? I don't know. I think it was like a four or five. It said it on the box. Yeah. So it was like a four or five. So it's That's like a solid. beer? Yeah, four, four and a half. That's like a Bud Light, I think. Okay. Less calories than a beer. It's yeah, 90 calories. 90 calories. Two carbs. Gluten-free. Yeah. But how is that? I just don't... It's a, Is it a new thing? Like, how do... It's not... It's it's like a delta eight sort of thing. Yeah, I guess, that's you know? what I'm thinking. Yeah, it's not wine based. Yeah. It's not liquor. It's not yeah. a beer. It's, it's like it's a, something else. Yeah, because a seltzer is what usually just uh, carbonated water with something. You know, with a white wine base. Yeah, or, I mean, even the white claw was uh, which I'm call it beer based malt malt beer based. So yeah, okay. I think it's just anything that's fizzy because you know they have now like the fizzy beers and you can get. Uh, you know, kombucha seltzers or whatever. Yep. I don't know. Well, whatever it is, it's delicious and it'll get you drunk. Yeah. I feel like we could talk about beer for an we, hour. <laughs> whenever there's a lull in our conversation, let's go back to alcohol. I'm trying to, yeah, this, this is my second cup of coffee. So I'm trying to like nip it before I yeah. start getting hot palpitations, you know? <laughs> yeah. See, I would call that one, I would call that like one and a half glasses of coffee, like a, a little mug like that. Yeah. Yeah. Cause, cause I, like a usual eight ounce is really small. Like, yeah. I do. Cup. I think I do twenty ounces of coffee a day, because I have a little. You picture like a Yeti thermos kind of thing. You have it filled up. This whole, yeah, I fill it up, and it does take about two or three hours to drink the whole thing. It I, stays I don't, warm. I don't chug it. Yeah, it stays warm because it has a lid on it. Okay, I could probably do that, but I, yeah, I'm just usually making it, and you know, in this it gets cold pretty fast. Well, it's kind of fun to go top yourself off. You know, you go back to the. That's uh, nice. Yeah, it, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of fun. Remember one time I was at uh, Austin Coffee something. Traders? No, it's like Austin Java. Austin Java. Yeah. And the guy just kept coming around and kept topping me that. off, and it was like 
five or six cups deep. Love that. Still it's so young, hard to turn down. Energy, yeah. I never turn down a top line. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I'll have one. <laughs> they do that at Cisco's too. Really good about, there's a top off guy. Oh, really? There's Cisco's? Guy. Yeah, Cisco's. You know the place? Yeah, what's the deal with that? It's fucking great. But what's, okay, so I've, I've, I've been, you're talking about the one sixth and whatever, right? Yeah. Okay. It's right by like Whitehorse. Yeah, yeah. Over there. That's funny. I used to go there as a kid. But now they like they got the bar in there and they threw some neon lights and now it's it's like in again. Because they would they would close like at noon or something or three before. Well, I've only been there before like eleven a.m. I've I haven't been there in the afternoon before. Oh, really? I've only been there a few times. That's that's cool though. That's smart. I mean, we. It's funny. I I had ran into the owner or something working on some film shoot, and we were letting people smash a car, and I think he smashed it. Damn, that's kind of cool. Yeah, it was right around there. It was in the old Nuevo Leon parking lot. I can't even remember where that is. It's like off 7th next to, I don't know, 7th going to 35. Anyway, he like smashed it and he was like, yeah, come, you know, like have a free meal, whatever, you know, like. Yeah. He was happy to bash up a car. So I took Alyssa and it was funny. The the front, when you go into it to the right where I guess they have all the beers on tap. Yeah. It used to just be like an old kind of diner thing set up. Oh, Okay. But we ate, and she was like, ooh, I'm going to go see what they have. Like, they thought, she thought it was going to be, like, sweets and shit, like um, Joe's Bakery or something. But it was just, like, all, you know, junk, kind of, like, storing stuff all dusty. Oh, uh. <laughs> and she was like, oh, disappointed. She's like, oh, I was like, that's good. They're doing something with it now instead of just yeah, 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 yeah. storage. I like, I like sitting at the bar. Um, but they have great, I mean, great food. It's always packed in there, and it's cheap. You mm-hmm. know, you can go there and get a cheap taco some biscuits probably two dollars yeah some biscuits beer yeah and then let's not forget the top off of coffee do a bunch of those you pay two bucks for coffee and have about 30 ounces and you're good well that's that's good there um i don't know you'd call it pivoting in a way you know what i mean because if they didn't do anything it probably would you know just sold at some point it's like i wasn't going there but now I'll probably, you know, I want to check it out now with the new stuff going on. We should go, yeah, we should go have a uh, a hangout at Cisco's. Yeah, be cool. Yeah, yeah. Well, the reason why we're here, right? Your new song? We'll chat about that. Sure. <laughs> chat music. Um, when did you, when'd you release it? A couple weeks ago? That song came out December. Yeah. Early December, yeah, December something, 11th maybe. Um, and finally was the final name, right? That was Changed the final name. name. It was How Could You, and then... Too long, or what do you think? Didn't I feel did, right? I didn't feel right. Gut, vibe, didn't feel right. I, and so finally is... Um, like, How Could You sounds very... Uh, accusational. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah. <laughs> yeah. drama, you know? Yeah. So finally, is it's, it's a word that's repeated several times in the song... Yeah, it's and good it, too. It kind of has a like a finale, yeah. very uh, grand. And I could see it whenever I put an album together. I could see that being the last song on the album. Mm. Um, nice. Yeah, the end's very. Yeah. 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 Um, went with finally. It took about a year to make that song, which is a very long time, but. You know, it's like you, slow, slow cooking some brisket. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hopefully it tastes good. Yeah, but you've you've got songs that you've been working on for over a year. I mean, there we both probably got songs we've been working on for yeah. several years, and some some make it out of the oven a lot faster, 
and some take a little little longer to marinate, and I guess there's nothing wrong with that. But yeah. as long as you're, I think I've learned that the something that I want to do is to start setting goals for music and have deadlines and and target due dates. Yeah, and that's stuff. good. Even if it is six months out. Yeah, but I mean, try to stick to it. Like I've said before, I, I don't live by this. I, I've I'm trying to, but the whole landscape is changing. I mean, you're not having to pay tons of money to get discs pressed and yeah. shipped all over. Yeah. So you can easily, easily, like, you know, put this out for a year, whatever happens, it, it blows up and you feel like, oh man, this is a great song. I think it's still lacking from whatever, right? It's like, oh, this could have made it better. The mixing, just take it down, put it back up. It's like, yeah, you would lose all the, all the listens. But, yeah, but who cares? Yeah. But at that point, you know, I mean, it's like if, you know, Tears for Fears took down Head Over Hills and put it back up, it's not like, you know, it's not the worst problem to have. I feel like if if you're in a position to where you think taking it down and putting it back up would make it, you know, but have you ever done that? I did it with the Doomsday remix. I had it through CD Baby and then now I'm messing around with Distro Kid. I kind of like it's once it's feed. done, it's done. Cuz yeah. there's you know, unless there's something seriously wrong with it that you miss somehow yeah. or you come up with something like and you you add it in your whatever you like like your logic you had mm-hmm. the session you're like holy shit this makes it just so much better I think unless there's a really obvious yeah need like, for it, unless it's like a demo or something you know what I mean or like it's not a demo but you put it out and then like someone's like oh man like what's a proper studio and this and that and you know the mixing is kind of eh to where it's not helping it as much as like a Tame Impala thing to where you know the it's probably not the most high fidelity recording, but that's the point, you know. What I mean, yeah. to kind of make it trashy, kind of make yeah. it psychedelic. Um, but I feel like in that sense, I mean, yeah, a lot of bands have done that. You know, they put out albums and then it gets re-released. Um, but even then, you know, I think it was Maroon Five. I haven't heard it, but they're—I think it was their first album. There's a demo of it. And apparently, it's supposed to be better than the actual album they put oh, out. Oh, really? Because it's more raw, you know. Yeah. I, I've got that before. Someone was like, "Man, I—I I love the Doomsday that you." your old demo it's better that you know i liked it more than the one you put out yeah and the demo i was like singing into the macbook uh mic you know <laughs> like yeah very very low quality but um yeah i mean overall i i, th- I think the way you're talking about is the way to go just kind of set the deadlines get it out yeah and that i mean i think if you don't really if it's just all super loose and you don't really have any goals you know, it could you could be happy with it releasing in a year or two years? Yeah, but, but I mean, having but I mean, goal setting is a good thing to do with any any task you're trying to knock out. Like, set a time and a date for when you want A and B to be accomplished. Like, I set a goal this past weekend for a new song, a new demo to be done by Sunday. I failed, <laughs> and I finished it today. <laughs> hey, well, that's better than the. Uh... But I missed my date by two days, That's and now not it's bad, now it's yeah. So now it's, I'm fine with that. Yeah. If I didn't have a goal at all, I wouldn't know that I'm behind anything, yeah. and it wouldn't be done by now. You know. Yeah, I don't know about that. I feel like I've tried that, and if I miss it, I'm kind of like, yeah, whatever, you know. Because there's no repercussion. <laughs> yeah. No one, you don't have a boss saying, "Wait, what happened?" Yeah, I've I've heard people like Gary V say you you set. 
the goals publicly. That way you have some accountability, but it's like, you really don't, you know? All it does is it makes you, you know, yeah. <laughs> look like you don't commit or get your shit done. Yeah. But I, I guess that's the thing to fear, but I don't know. I guess I don't really fear that. I mean, there's there's a totally different, and, and neither no one way is right, you know? Mm -hmm. Like you have people that, I guess it'll come out when it comes out and that's cool, I don't really care. And then, you know, I think I want to get more towards like I would like this song to be into the in the world mm -hmm. on July first. Work backwards. What do I need to do to make that happen? And I think I would be more happy as a musician if I had goals and I could stick to those goals mm -hmm. and then get those songs out. Because like this song, finally, I think it took too long to make. And looking back, I didn't have any goals for making that song. So how do I make it come out faster? Or how am I not? How would I make a song and release it without being disappointed that it took too mm -hmm. long? Well, make goals. And so for me, that's kind of what I want to start trying to do more of. So this demo you did, is that the next song you're going to yeah. do? Yeah, yeah. So what's your what's your thing for that? Trying to get it out in a month or by July? This, six months? Yeah. Well, I don't have a goal for the date. I just I set a goal for the demo. I, want the, I wanted the demo to be done by the weekend. Mm -hmm. um, and now that I have... Now that I have the demo, I kind of need to make sure that it's the right structure by just just by listening to it. Yeah, and uh, I need I still need to. I guess I'm not completely done with the demo. I need to add vocals to the one, gist is one there, section. but the music Melodies, is there. Yeah. yeah, all the music is there. So from start to end. So I, I in other words, I know exactly how long the song is going to be. Mm -hmm. You know, three minutes and twelve seconds. So that the structure of the song, everything's done. I, I need to add a few layers, vocals and bass, but. Mm -hmm. Um, it's like a rock song or what? It's a rock song. Yep. More like the finally or maybe more like the other ones? It's more like the other ones. It's kind of different. It's a little major, a um, little happier, I think. Mm -hmm. Although it's about, <laughs> the subject matter is about uh, how COVID has affected me mm -hmm. mentally and kind of fucked with me and like my career path and everything. So that's the what best, it's about. That's the best uh, source material, you know? Yeah, yeah, it's great. <laughs> I, I was, and it's it's relevant. So yeah. like, I I don't want to, and that go back to the goals, I don't want this to take too long to get out. Yeah. Because I want it to come out while people are still struggling with their mm -hmm. mental health during COVID. So as long as- People can relate. <laughs> yeah. The longer people can struggle with this, the better for me in this song, because it'll give me time yeah. to get the song out. Oh, I'm, I'm sure you'll have no trouble there. Yeah. Unfortunately, um, yeah, I, I've been starting. So we, since we had so many shows last year, I come and take it. I was like, man, it's like fuck it. Let's just let's throw some new stuff in there. I'm tired of just playing the old stuff because uh, the benefit of that is people can. It's pushing stuff that is online. So it's like, okay, I like the song. Where is it online? Oh, here, here's a music video. There's a lot of uh, linking content. But um, yeah, for the last show we did a new song and it was fun. But ever since then. I'm kind of doing more stuff and and I was trying I was telling Casey too it's like yeah you know it is taking you know the time to get new stuff is taking some time but um I think in lieu of that it's nice to have the live stuff there because you're just you know you're seeing a live performance of the song the song is getting out there you know what I mean if someone wants to hear as a rector I have the demo on SoundCloud on YouTube I have a bunch of live performances on YouTube uh so you know I'm not I feel like it is getting out there, you know what I mean? Maybe not in its 
you know, most optimal form, polished form, but it, it is getting out there. So uh, with me lately, I'm just like, man, I, I need to start writing new stuff because I've kind of plugged writing new stuff. I was like, I need to stop working on new stuff and yeah. get the stuff that's out. Mm-hmm. But I didn't realize is it's, it's very, um, I feel like being able to put a song out is not as, uh, as scarce or as rare of a thing as the actual song creation, you know what I mean? Because I feel like I haven't really had any creativity to write any songs. Like whatever, you know, they used to just be just like pouring out and I had to just get the demo down so I don't forget it. And that was kind of a shame to not have that so much. So now that I'm writing more, it, it is kind of nice to, I don't know. I feel like that's fueling me to want to finish the old stuff. But regardless, it's, I don't know. I, I feel like it's something that a lot of people can't keep for a long time or a lot of bands, you know, they start to dwindle off. They one hit wonder, or their albums get worse. To keep the creative yeah, juices. Yeah, it's very, you know, if, if even for no one, just myself, to be able to just, oh, like get, even create a demo and be like, oh, that's a cool song. Yeah, you know I mean, I find that creative output comes from practice. And if you're not continuously like, you know, practicing new song creation, which mm-hmm. I think it is a practice, it's weird because you just sit down and you don't know what's going to come out. But, um, <laughs> yeah, but you have to be, you have to put yourself in that, that position often. Yeah. You're, you're, yeah. I forgot there was a book. It was like the guy that wrote legend of bagger Vance. You seen that movie with Will Smith? Yeah, yeah, I've seen that movie. <laughs> it's based on a book, but that guy wrote a book called it's not The Art of War, but it's The War of Art, I think, mm-hmm. or something. He just talks about like being creative or whatever it is, you know, what I mean, maybe you want to you know, build houses, maybe you want to do this or that. Like whatever your craft is, uh he talks about different things and yeah, one of the points he made is like, you know, the you're you're going to be able to capture more of the muses that come to you when you have the pen to the paper more than not, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah, like exactly what you're saying. You know? yeah. It's like, as long as you're doing it, you're gonna have more opportunities to where, when, you know, the light bulb goes off, you're there at the computer or at the yeah. guitar, able to able to push it through. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's, that was a cool book. I wish I remembered more about it, but that's that was the one thing I took away, which kind of, I think that's at least something, a nice little kernel. Well, I think that, uh, you know, being a musician, keeping yourself well balanced is pretty important. And I think that what we were just talking about, putting yourself in the situation more often where you can create and be creative, is just one piece of being a musician that should always exist. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I did with like this demo I'm working on is I took a old demo and I just combined it with a new creative thing that I came up with. And so that's kind of the best of both worlds where I have this catalog of a shit ton of old demos that have some cool riffs in there and some of them are complete songs. But just pick from that and then use what I'm feeling today mm-hmm. to turn, okay, this is a great part for this riff to come in. And then we use the old riff and then we go back to the, you know, to and kind of mixing songs yeah. together is a really, I think it's a good way to song songwrite. Yeah, I was... I was- did I do that recently? No, I almost did that recently. I had two demos, and I was like, I don't know what goes here. And I was like, I could throw that other thing exactly, in there. Yeah. And I was like, oh, it kind of does work, and it would be kind of nice. I ended up figuring out something else, but uh, I, I think it would have worked. You know, It would have yeah. made something 
more of a prog prog rock than you know yeah more of just chorus verse chorus verse and and turn would have been more interesting i guess but maybe maybe i still will but that yeah it is nice having that catalog of little riffs little things or yeah i mean i've been listening to so much music lately and there's a lot of two to three minute things out there that are like so good and i've just like listened over and over again and i feel like at the beginning i kind of you know, wasn't trying to make stuff too short. I don't know. I have so many things that are in the two to three minute range and I never pushed, pushed it. Cause I was like, eh, I don't know what else to put in there, but maybe that's it. You know, just. Yeah. I think always being familiar with your old catalog. Yeah. And it, then it, sometimes it, you'll write something and like, shit. This... Even if it's something connecting for an album, which uh, a lot of the Tame Impala albums have, you know what I mean? Like, like what? Like Nangs. It's not really a song, but it is. But yeah, it's more yeah, of like yeah, a transitional yeah, yeah, piece. Yeah, yeah. There's a bunch more on that album too, but that was kind of, oh, nice. And that, that kind of inspired me with Die Another Day. It's probably like two and a half to three minutes. Very simple, but it's like, yeah, it, it really, there, there are no rules when you're making a song. I guess if you want it to be kind of a digestible radio hit, then, you know, you try to want to fit a form factor. But I mean, even just as a piece, if, if it, that's how it works, whatever. It's like, yeah. You know, I was thinking about something like when you're writing a song, who you're thinking about. And I think people can tell that are like your fans or, you know, whoever's listening to your music, people can kind of tell how much you gave a shit about them or didn't give a shit about them mm -hmm. when you, when they listen to the song. And I think for me, I like more of, this dude didn't give a shit about me when I when he wrote this song. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? As a fan, like this dude just sat down and did whatever the fuck oh, he wanted to. Oh, I see what to. you mean. Yeah, yeah, more uh, self indulgent. Yeah, yeah. And people can kind. I feel like people can kind of tell. No, I, I think so too. Like I, I don't know. I, I get that vibe with some of the new Muse stuff. Like I think a good example, a Muse song. Um, like I feel like Undisclosed Doc Desires is such a poppy bullshit song. Mm -hmm. That he wants his fan, you know, his, he uses cute little falsetto yeah. <laughs> that, that everyone likes, and that's that's how I feel about the thought contagion. It's like yeah, that's also the chants are in there. It's like it's like okay, imagine dragons doing the chants, and you have fucking I don't know who else. Uh, Foster the people. I don't know. It's just a band name. We, we'll go with Imagine Drag. I mean, that's yeah, a good that's, yeah, good the, example. The you don't need another example. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. they're the chanters. Uh, so yeah, they have the chanting there, and I was like, is this fucking Imagine Dragon song? But. Uh, yeah, you, you can definitely kind of tell. You can tell. Because, yeah. like, the reason I like that band is because they, all of their songs that I love have, like, have cool surprises in them. It's like it jumps to a, a cool riff and then drums come in and make it heavy and it's cool. I love that shit. Like, Newborn mm -hmm. and their newer stuff. And I it's, feel like Poppy stuff doesn't really safe. have the surprise. It plays it safe. And yeah, it's, that, that's. I, Casey was saying that about Radiohead. It's like they're very self-indulgent. They he are, yeah. Said that at one point, like that's, indeed, that's their thing. Yeah, because they could have made another, try to make another OK Computer or something. But I feel like everything is. I was telling Elizabeth, that's one of the bands that they keep reinventing themselves, or they, I don't know, they they keep their core sound, but they keep changing it up. They're not really trying to please the yeah, fans. They're, they're not afraid. Yeah, they don't they come get out weird. and play the the hits every time. It's yeah. Like, very randomized catalog, uh, but yeah, they're they're definitely one of the bands that I feel like they haven't dropped off. Yeah, for whatever reason that may be, maybe just because Tom York and Johnny Greenwood are weirdos or something. I don't know. But I don't, <laughs> I don't even know what the feeling is like to 
like that those big bands have. And you don't even, I mean, we don't know how it feels to have a shit ton of fans. Yeah. And then, and I hope that I would stay true to my music and well, myself what, by continuing yeah. the same process as before. But now I've got all these people on the hook and... I think that's what probably do I do? a small percentage of it. But I remember somebody was talking to me a while ago about just anybody who goes up in fame. Part of it is lifestyle maintenance, too, because it's like uh, you start to get big and then you're not pl- paying your mortgage and a car payment. You're paying like three mortgages, car payment, boat, boat maintenance. <laughs> yeah. Pool guy. You know, it's like it, the auxiliary bills and everything that comes that lifestyle starts to pile up. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, okay, Warner Brothers comes around, got a three album deal. It's time to push push the shit out. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And that's like, okay, I got to do what I got to do so I can keep my lifestyle. Yeah. And, yeah. I mean, you know, a maybe, lot of pressure. Yeah. Maybe that has to do with it too, to where maybe someone who just keeps it more humble, you know, still living off that original uh, budget is less likely to be, to, to succumb to any yeah. sort of uh, outside pressures economical or uh creative yeah there's a lot more to the picture that yeah that we don't really see that they have to deal with yeah i don't know how radiohead did it because they definitely are not getting any pressure from anyone to make pop music. yeah i mean they yeah, just do they do their own shit and tom york has done solo stuff johnny greenwood's did solo stuff their drummer did solo stuff you know they kind of have their own stuff going on um but i mean i don't even I'm, I wonder where they live too. If like they probably still live in the UK or something. Radiohead. Yeah. Who knows? I would guess. Yeah, I don't know. maybe it's where you live too. Because I feel like, like at least other than the bassist, I think the drummer and Matt Bell and we both live in LA. Oh, do they? I think so. Probably has to do with it too. You know, like where you're at. Yeah. I, don't know. I wouldn't want to live there. No, I don't either. <laughs> I've never even been, and I don't want to go. Just wait. Just wait for, you know, it's just to crash, and then you buy property there. Yeah. Be super cheap, like buying Austin 20 years ago or something. What's, uh, tell me about your music. Do you have any new songs coming out, anything you're working on? Like I said, we did that new show at the last, or the new song at the last show. Uh, pretty cool. Kind of like a Zeppelin meets Queens of the Stone Age and some other stuff. But that's it. I mean, I definitely want to try to get die some. another day. Uh, creamy. That's the code name. Creamy. It, it sounds creamy. Is that so? That's a song that you have that you've been playing live. Mm, yeah, just. Once. Do you have a demo or anything? I have a demo. I'll have I heard it? Later. No, no, okay. I don't think so. Send it to me. Yeah, it's pretty solid. Um, but yeah, def- definitely gonna try to get some stuff out this year. Been working on. We have like three shows filmed filmed from Come and Take It, so like need to edit those. Uh, I think today I'm trying to get the podcast I did last week with Casey's uh, other band. So, do you have uh, any shows coming up? No, n- nothing coming up. Kind of nice though. I uh, I feel like I get a little too into the live, like trying to optimize it and the yeah. show. And it kind of comes in phases, doesn't it? Live, yeah. you do live for six months or something, and then. Back to the studio. Yeah, but that's that's more of an organic thing. Joseph's been really good at just taking up the helm of doing all the booking and stuff. Yeah. So I, I don't think that's going to happen again. Hopefully not. I the phases? Know. Yeah. like. So do you want to con- be consistently playing live? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe not, you know. I feel like there were a couple of years, like, you know, a couple of uh, 
month or like a six month or a year yeah. drought. But ho- hopefully yeah. nothing like that again. Maybe something at least quarterly, I think is good. Well, we have the sequel coming out. Oh, really? With uh, Macron. Oh, yeah. And um, I feel like it's stage five these days is not the same as stage five a year ago. Yeah. And it's like everyone's kind of, hey, it's it's not as bad. Let's yeah. let's chill. Like, let's let's still people be ourselves people and like get become, out. People have become numb to it. That, I, that, that happened to me like not too long after it first started because I like was over. I like overdid it at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Everyone was wearing the little blue mask and I had fucking yeah 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 and, and I was like taking it very seriously. But yeah, after after a while, I'm just like, oh, no one's heads exploding, no one's bleeding from the eyes. Like, yep. And I I, I am kind of done with I kind of I'm kind of done with it. I am too because I've I've got my vax and I've had COVID. I think twice probably, and my parents had co- this new COVID. They're just getting over it, and they were fine. Yeah, it's supposed to be like and a cold or something. Yeah. Like, yeah, I I am kind of getting back to living my life. Yeah. Um, if a place requires a mask, I'm not going to be. I'm never going to be a dick about COVID. Like, mm-hmm. I'll do whatever the business. It's their business. They can run it how yeah, they please, and I'll exactly. abide by that. But uh, that was me the other day. I, I went Christmas Eve to go buy some whiskey at that liquor store. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, you need a mask. I was like, oh, okay. Oh, I got one. Put it on. Well, I didn't have one, so I was like, okay, oh, okay. whatever. It's yeah, like, yeah. You know, I didn't like yeah. make a scene. I didn't like, yeah. you know, bitch yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah. It was just kind of like, okay, whatever, you know. Because it's not going to change anything. Yeah. Bitching about it is not going to say yeah. let them or change their mind and say, yeah. come on in. They're just going to be a, you know, I had a dick come in today. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I feel like I'm living through my civil rights, you know? Yeah. I walk in and they're like, yeah, it's like, sorry, no colored folks. <laughs> okay. It's all right, you know, you're going to make a scene. I'm the next MLK is what I'm basically saying. This is different. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know, dude. You but don't know what it's like being how... lightly tanned brown from going outside once. I don't. <laughs> I'm just saying, how long are we going to just live in fear, be hermits? Like, we have to get out there. Yeah, it's just... It really is a... It's a media thing, unfortunately. Very much so. You know, it's like... boats. It's just... It's ratings. Fucking death counters on TV. Give me a break. Yeah. That's a little... They they live on people's fear. Yeah. It's the same thing as the terrorist shit. It's like, whatever. It's it's ratings. Mm -hmm. Because it's all money. Everything goes back to money. Yeah. If they're making money from... Like they're not going to start airing, you know, pictures of Good puppies things. riding yeah. A, <laughs> yeah. a chicken. You know, yeah. like that makes me happy, but it's not what not going to happen. It's not going to yeah. pay the media. Like they need shit that is going to get ratings so, yeah. so that they can get paid. It's weird though. It's a double edged sword because well, I don't know if it's a double edged sword, but it is. It is a. Uh, it, it's just human nature, you know, like the the anxiety of the unknown or fear of just. Yeah. You know, even like back when you're you're primitive, it's like okay, we'll make sure no coyotes come or bears, whatever wildlife is out there. You know, there's always just trying to think of what's around the corner. You know, even if this wasn't going on, you'd be like, okay, like should I be worried about my yeah, mortgage? What? Or it's like, oh, it's like car. The you know, it's like I haven't yeah. aired up that front tire. Is it gonna get fucked up? It's like there's always something. Always, and the media is is telling everyone what they need. A lot of people, I feel of. like, are 
looking to the media to learn what they should be scared of. And then they go out into the real world yeah. and broadcast what they heard on TV, which is not a good way to live. Someone's telling you how to live. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it's. I think it's just from us growing up with TVs. Yeah, but I think for everyone, everyone that's alive, every human, mm-hmm. it's it's something you just become or you should become kind of accustomed to. What? Like understanding that you shouldn't be living your life that way according to what the media tells you. Oh, yeah. Everyone needs to understand that it's, you know, 90% of it's just bullshit. Um, it's, and you, uh, need to, you need to take life into your own hands and live how you best see fit. I'm not saying completely ignore everything that you see on TV. Like, on TV. like if you see, like assess the data in your own way rather than someone else assessing exactly. it. Uh, yeah, I remember... Like here in you know in the nineties, you see these hippies just like, dude, fucking turn the TV off, man. It's like, <laughs> you know, it's like you're fucking program, bro. Yeah, <laughs> but it's, it's kind of true. Kind of true. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When you think about it, I mean, just looking at the screens every day, or you know, like my grandparents, like, you know, just always watching the news when I go over. It's like just the news yeah. is on. Yeah. It's just like twenty four. Yeah. That's see older and, and older yeah, and folk they, do and that. They're susceptible to it too. You know, they're not. Over here, looking at multiple websites or seeing, you know, uh, these sort of YouTubers for, you know, better or worse, they, they have a smaller audience, less accountability, not huge uh, decade old empire, media empires, you know, which have to kind of toe the line, be careful yeah. not to shake things up too much. They can kind of be more uh, brash, but yeah, whatever. <laughs> fuck it you know <laughs> fuck it i like that yeah yeah i'm done done with it all lately it's been good just not like, paying attention to news or politics or whatever definitely yeah. in a clearer headspace yeah i i get news from just my phone like i'll you'll you'll never not hear about something yeah, you know? yeah. It's like if there's something important you know i'll i'll, I'll hear about it exactly you know? like it, it it'll get to me if yeah. it's that important yeah I don't need to be searching out for, uh, you know, fires in like a sense. Betty White died. Yeah. How do you feel? I don't care. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> well, at least you're not being told how to feel by the media. Yeah, I don't know. They're I all mean, gonna be telling you to feel sad, and you should not feel sad. Yeah, I like. I, I looked. I was. I mean, I looked on the Instagram that day, and everyone's like fucking sharing the same post from what's what's that Mexican restaurant. I could start firing some off the one, in Austin. You know, they, yeah, they always put the oh, little thing. Oh, um, El Arroyo. Yeah. Yeah. What did it say? I don't know. Some shit. About Betty White? Yeah. Well, I... I mean, I'm not trying to be cold. saying so she didn't matter. I'm just like, I didn't know her, you know? I, mean? I didn't know her, but she, I, I liked her yeah. somewhat. I thought she was a funny old white lady that was yeah. pretty, you know, connected. Yeah. But yeah, lived a great life. Um, yeah, it's like I gotta know her. I mean, I'm, there's probably you know a kid probably got ran over the same day, and then maybe that should have got attention or something. You know, I'm glad it didn't. <laughs> the kid. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I mean, that happens every day. I don't want to hear about. I, I I think it's more of just the celebrity that thing. One hundred percent. I fucking hate celebrity culture. Like, oh, like, let me get this person's autograph. You know, I've been there before. I uh, Luke Wilson signed my hat. Is that right? Yeah, at a baseball game. Do you still have Houston. it? Nah, I don't know where it's at. It's I remember I worked at high school. I was like, yeah, check it out. Yeah, Luke Wilson. <laughs> yeah. I, I kind of did a little freak out. I was in New Orleans a few months ago, and I was at a tiny little show. Mm-hmm. Um, Like, I'm talking, they 
they wouldn't let more than like 25 people in the, it was like a hotel, like back room in a hotel and mm-hmm. this, um, some pretty big name musicians are playing back there, like New Orleans, like locally, mm-hmm. local musicians. And then um, Wynn Butler from Arcade Fire was in there. Oh, dang. Yeah. And he was um, just watching. He actually got up and played like the tambourine. Oh, damn, nice. Just so he could do something, but. You get a little butterflies, a little fanboyage. <laughs> I did. Yeah. <laughs> I, and I talked to him and I, Probably, sh- I mean, you don't need to. De- like, I just felt a need to do it. Which, looking back, I'm like, you don't need to fucking just let them enjoy their night. And like, yeah. what's the point? What's the fucking point? But I went up and talked to him, and it was just because I you, felt like an idiot. Nah, like, yeah, but probably hey, in your I, head, like, if somebody came up to you and told you, been like, hey, like, I like your music. I would, I would have liked that. Yeah, you yeah, like it. Yeah. yeah, and I think he did. He smiled. Like, I think he liked yeah. it. But I, I was kind of fanboyish. I was stuttering. My sentences weren't connecting. Yeah, <laughs> and I felt after it was all done. I just was like, dude, what the <laughs> fuck, man? You didn't need to just leave, yeah. <laughs> just leave, go hang your head and leave. And I, invite, I think I said something, said something so stupid. I like invited him to come karaoke with us or something. And I was yeah, like, you know. but I was serious. I was like, that'd be, it'd be really, really fun. It'd be really cool if you want to do this. You like, know, you might have. And he was like, yeah, maybe. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. Well, here's where we'll be, and we'll probably be there at nine o'clock, but maybe ten. If it's and that, the whole time I was talking, I was like, he's not fucking coming. You got it out of your system, though. Yeah. I, th- I think that's a good person to get it out of your system with, you know? <laughs> he, was, he was polite. <laughs> that's cool. Speaking of Arcade Fire, I don't, a couple years ago, Tears of Fears did three cover songs. One was Ready to Start. It's pretty good. Did they really? Yeah, it's cool. I'd I, like I to hear that. Found out, yeah. Because they did a cover of Creep Live. Uh-huh. And that was pretty solid. And I was like, oh. Then they did a cover of some... Some some other song you, you might you might know it. I don't know if it's like Foster the People or no no it's Phoenix maybe a Phoenix song I don't know but they they covered a couple songs from a couple of bands but the Arcade Fire one was pretty solid. So that was did they do a like a studio cover or a, a studio okay. yeah but it was just like some singles. They're still touring. I don't know if right now but I mean they've they've been active they're still at it they uh, their singing styles are very forgiving too aging vocal cords too so like there's they still sound pretty on it you know yeah. like uh the cure yeah like when i saw them at acl a couple years ago it's still I see. yeah the songs yeah allow them to play as they get older maybe they they thought of that yeah <laughs> like <laughs> hey you know, i'll be able to play this song in 25 years if we go key lower like yeah or maybe they maybe they transpose maybe could have been but I'll, but all their song like the cure and Tears for fears, they don't really get high no, up, do they? Yeah, yeah. they're kind of chill, and they just kind of. Some of it's like very melodic talking. Yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna have some trouble with that. I think we did. I did Protostar somewhere not too long ago, and it was. <laughs> I wasn't as warmed up as I should yeah. have been. <laughs> it's very. It kind of has that same chest stuff we did on Finally. Yeah, which yeah. Took me a while to warm up. Into, yeah, yeah, but like yeah, yeah. Once you get it, it's like very powerful. It sounds so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it I'm sounds so that. good. Yeah. Um, I know it's she Prada, yeah. It's kind of hard to. It's hard to get that high in your chest off the. I feel like you have to rise to it as opposed to just be able, being able to off the yeah. bat sing that note. I mean, that. I have to warm up now for sure. Like yeah. if I don't want to, if I want to be able to sing after that. Yeah. But before, yeah, I could just fucking do it. Could that be? And we used to open with Proto Star, mm-hmm. and then you have the rest of the set to get into sing. it. Yeah. It's definitely an age thing, you know. It's like your vocal, your vocal cords are, you know, not as like any other muscle in your body. 
Thank God for transposing, time. though. You can always transpose. Yeah. If you if you just can't sing it anymore. I think we might have done that once or twice, but yeah, even taking it down just half a step or full, you know, it helps. full step, yeah, it yeah. helps. Yeah. But I don't know. I, I think um, we, we pulled it off. We did that coming ticket maybe in September. Still sounded pretty good. Yeah. I don't know. Kind of getting tired of the old stuff. We've been doing it a lot. But people like it. Mm-mm. We should uh we should jam sometime soon though. I I just all I need is one screw for my snare and I'll be able to have a whole drum set of myself. Perhaps we should be fun. I've got a a dude that has been itching to do that here in Austin. Jam it up. Yeah. We we could do a three piece. Yeah, it's always fun just to mess around for a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh. I mean, I what I really like doing when like to jam. My favorite way to jam is to set aside like eight hours, a long yeah, time. It's a long jam. Start at like four o'clock or something, go till midnight or one, and not you don't have to be playing the entire time. Like I think it's it's a journey really. Mm-hmm. Like you start, but I like coming in with very like nothing almost maybe you have something that's kind of cool but coming in with basically nothing turning the mic on and i feel like you're a little at peace mentally like if you're gonna dedicate that much time that mm-hmm. okay i don't have to pump something out that's awesome right away yeah i can around. ease into something cool and kind of slip into this and that and then um you know use alcohol and drugs to help you get there <laughs> yeah as always, as any as anything in life, as any as anything in life, in life. <laughs> it it actually is helpful for music. Yeah, um, maybe not for other things, but it yeah. Um, I think we should set that up. Yeah, be fun, be cool. We could even yeah. I definitely want to do more music this year. Um, I don't know. I, I feel like the the iron is hot. I've gone through phases where the iron's been hot and kind of let it die down. You know, yeah. it's like. Just put out an album, it kind of died down. Yeah. It just kind of died down. Yeah. I feel like it's hot again. Good. For some reason. I think the shows, the live videos, w- w- I mean, like last year I put out two two shows. We did more than that, but two like 30 to 45 minute, two camera mm-hmm. shows. I mean, I, I feel like that's just good content too for a channel. So, yeah. I don't know Definitely. Like, and then, you know, all the stuff I did with you yeah. and... Us doing, you know, some of the acoustic stuff. Yeah. I, f- I feel like it's a very um, wide palette of things. So, yeah, I would definitely want to just stick in it this year. Still um, think you and I can... We never really did a concert. Just the two of us. Mm-hmm. Harmonics. I got some new song ideas, too. Okay. Like, like what? Yeah. Um trying to think I, I just heard some songs recently i can't remember it was in a playlist but just some other types of songs that are kind of probably popular that are just kind of catchy i think we've so like with working out let's say you work out for a long time and mm-hmm. you develop muscle whatever and then you stop working out for several months whenever you go back to working out again it's a lot easier to get back to where you were yeah since you've already your muscles are trained in that sense mm-hmm as opposed to just starting out from the beginning. So I think you and I, I think that, oh, I know that like the same 
concept applies with our music. Oh, yeah, definitely. Because we've already learned, you know, we actually play the set. Yeah, yeah. And now if we go back to it, we kind of know the whole setup and how we can sound good. So I think we should, I could put a word out that, like, to my friends, like, some of the, sometimes there's house parties and we could play mm-hmm. a little one-hour set at a house party. It would be yeah. super chill, you know? I think it'd be fun. I, I felt like I felt that muscle too the other day when I was just like you know threw up the lyrics, I threw up the chords, like it's fun. got it down easily. Yeah. It's like quick, quick yeah. and that's easy. Yeah, it's like same one, two, three, four, five, six chords for the whole song. Yeah, very simple. But but I think in regard to that, at least for both of us, even even if we kind of take breaks from our our working out, like we're still in the gym, you know. Yeah, it's like mopping. We're mopping, <laughs> oiling all the little things in the machine, you know. Yeah. Someone put the 12 where the 15 should go. And, yeah. God, let me put this back. You know, yeah. maybe, uh, you know, reading up on the muscles, how they work, you know. Just yeah. Different. And I feel like it's it's good to just always stay in the gym. Uh, but, yeah, it's nothing beats actually strumming, you know what I mean? Like, nothing beats actually playing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like even if I didn't put anything out for two years, but I just played guitar yeah. every day for two yeah. years. You'd be a much better musician. Yeah. 700 and... 30 days, is that right? For two years? Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> carry to one, carry to five. Because 350, and then you have 30 left. So 350 is 700, and then you have 730. That was right. That you said? Okay, yeah, 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 730. Cool. Yeah, you'd be good. <laughs> you, could, you could probably go you could at that point you could just go into an album and probably record you know one take 10 15 songs so yeah there there is something about just just playing so yeah i'm down definitely down i um yeah good <laughs> <laughs> should we start talking about alcohol again i guess so <laughs> i don't know i'm yeah man I, i'm kind of out of it like I said, I woke up at two a.m. yesterday. Stayed up. To like you don't two. seem out. Of, you seem on the on the money. Yeah, that's probably because I had two cups of coffee. Yeah, yeah. So now I'm just like, yeah. You know that when the plane starts running out of gas, <laughs> we need to go to Cisco's. I'm just coasting right now. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I'm probably just gonna. I don't know what I'm gonna do the rest of the day, man. It's weird. I I have a very w- weird feeling this new year. It's kind of optimistic. Okay, almost. good. That's great. I don't know the, the whole New Year thing. Like I don't know if it's just getting old. It's like whatever, you know. It's fucking. Yeah, but it's day. if what if you, if it generates a feeling that's good inside of you, yeah. let that feeling happen. Exactly. Let it multiply. Fuck yeah, embrace yeah. it. And that's that's what I'm feeling slightly. It's not very forced. It's almost just, you know, a couple cool things happen. Uh, what happened? Well, I got really shit faced New Year's Eve. Was it know? fun? Yeah, it was great. You know, <laughs> don't really remember a couple uh-huh. things. Good. 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 <laughs> You know, it's kind of like being born again. Yeah, I yeah. woke up. I woke up New Year's Day. You know, like a, like a newborn. Good. I you like know, that. All slimy and <laughs> yeah, breastfeeding. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. But that happened, and then uh, yeah, hung out with my family, which was really cool. We had a little uh, coof scare, so we didn't have our uh, normal Christmas Eve thing. So we kind of had it on New Year's Day. A coof scare. Yeah. What's that? COVID. Coof? What is coof? Like a coof. A cough. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'm going to have to bleep out, bleep out the COVIDs from this. They, uh, on YouTube. 
I, I think I said it in one of the other ones and it got like half limited monetized. No shit. Yeah, that's some weird stuff. God, censorship. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, Casey was joking about it. And like, I was like, whatever, he's fucking being paranoid. But it did happen, I think. Um, but yeah, so we had it and that, and that was cool. And uh, my cousin jumped into the pool and it was all fucking cold. And nice. we all jumped in. Polar plunge? Yeah, almost. Yeah, I they did that at the Barton Springs thing too like, that's good I, yeah i didn't even know that was a thing i thought that was just going swimming in the winter but i guess on, thing. New, on new year's day yeah, i saw pictures on instagram later it's like oh fuck yeah so yeah we that we did that and that kind of fixed my hangover and barton springs has something about it that fixes a hangover it's incredible yeah. well we didn't go there it was just in my grandma's pool well i'm sure the water there comes from barton springs probably yeah <laughs> but yeah that was cool and then um the day after went to marfa yeah. Then the next day went to oh, yeah. Presidio, checked out Big Ben. Awesome. Is that a fun trip? Oh, yeah, it was badass. Got a little too shit-faced the first night in Marfa. And so I got, like, bad sleep again after, like, getting bad sleep for New Year's Eve the day after. But it, it was fun. We played pool in some place, free pool. Uh, two uh, two um, mature women bought us drinks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Yeah. So Malay was just like, yeah, just passing through. And then this other lady at the pool bar, she was like, well, I just bought my first house. Like, everyone gets a drink. Awesome. And we're like, oh, cool. Thanks. Awesome. Uh, but yeah, it was fun. And just camping out there in the middle of nowhere in like 30 degree weather. I don't know. Just very physical perspective on things, you know? Yeah. And then coming back was, it was that's probably the, the most I've been out of town recently, too. So just that, coming back into town and, yeah, it's kind of felt like an actual new year. Oh, man. Yeah, I kind of feel the same. I, I'm feeling some positive vibes this year. Definitely. Um, there's something about a new year is kind of, you know, it, it's kind of like hitting a reset button on everything. And um, I think let it let that happen, mm -hmm. you know, and uh, whatever way it helps you just, you know, I, I'm trying to see it as a new start to like my new my career like what i'm gonna do next and like seriously starting to think about that i want to try to get back into working out that's why i'm in workout clothes right now i don't want to but i might go run a few miles after this hell yeah i remember you asked me recently you're like have you been working out and i said oh, yeah. a few months. <laughs> yeah and just typing that and sending it to you made me feel <laughs> dang shit so thank you there you go Hey, get back into it. Like I said, that the most energy I had for a show all last year was after we were running, we like you know we were running a couple days before. Yeah, that's yeah, weird. I don't it's know. Good for you. Yeah, it's. I feel like I'm still at that age to where I'm not working out so much, but if I do, I'm still young enough to where I can you know I can really push myself when I'm doing it. Yeah, totally. And then, and then still feel the benefits. You know what I mean? Like if I was seventy and we just were running, I'd. I probably wouldn't feel that great for a week <laughs> if I pushed yeah, myself yeah. that hard. Oh, this is gonna last for. I mean, you're not old at all. Yeah, you're still you still got seventy five percent of your life left. Hell yeah! Get yeah. those fucking stem cells and shit. Yeah, who knows? Maybe we'll baby foreskins like exactly. Sandra Bullock. <laughs> I was hearing about some some lady like tricked Steve Harvey into like putting on foreskin lotion or something. <laughs> he got like all pissed off. Oh my god. I love Steve Harvey though. Yeah. <laughs> Dude is hilarious. Yeah, I don't, I don't know much about his background, but I saw some clip and apparently, um, I mean, he was broke for sure. Yeah, I mean, he came up from nothing, but I can't remember if he was like 
he grew up in a boarding home or something. I don't know, but he has some very humble beginnings. He does. I feel like that 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 uh, usually makes a difference, you know, for a lot of people. I think he like moved to New York, and by the time he got there, he had like two dollars. Dang. And he had to figure out how to make it work, mm-hmm. and obviously he did. But he's, I listened to something. He has like something on YouTube that he like does a quick. Uh, autobiography of oh really yeah His no, i'm thing? talking like probably 10 minutes oh 15 wow minutes. kind of goes through it real quick though yeah it goes That's through cool. it like here's and then i went here and then i got lucky or i like kept trying you know yeah it's a really really inspiring thing to listen to i'm gonna check it out please do like inspiring stories do it yep check it out steve stephen harvey stephen harvey stephen harvey <laughs> just been listening to the uh so welcome away to the george washington biography god so going long. deep yeah, it's pretty cool though. Like when they go through the Civil War, yeah, it's like you you don't really know how brutal it is until you've been listening about it for like five hours. It's pretty cool. Pretty pretty badass. Yeah, yeah. That was during Lincoln, wasn't it? Civil War. Yeah. Oh shit! Revolutionary War. Revolutionary. Okay. Yeah. So it's like Washington. So it talks about his upbringing, fucking like you know traveling across the land. He was a surveyor, so he would like you know hook up with the Native Americans. He was you know he was roughing it. Yeah. Uh, and then it goes, yeah, through him kind of coming up the whole Revolutionary War, leading the armies and uh, the Constitution, them choosing him as president, his days after president. It's pretty cool. It's a lot, nice little uh, American history. You get a little bits of Jefferson and mm-hmm. Franklin and Adams in there. It's pretty sick. I want them to make them into movies so I don't have to read. There actually is one. Uh, I, I'd like to watch it. Uh, it had like... Who's that dude from Big Fat Liar? <laughs> That's like the movie. You know Paul they, Giamatti. Yeah, he's good. They should do. They should do like a president film. Like you know how Marvel has this whole universe oh, with the with the, president? with the president. I'm not calling. I'm not saying like make him superheroes. Yeah, fucking flying like. But like House of Cards, like dramatize each presidency and yeah. make a fucking movie out of that. That would be it. cool. And it'll be a history lesson as well, loosely. Yeah, loosely. Like I'm not gonna. I don't want to see George Washington skiing down a mountain. Yeah, with Uzis in each <laughs> yeah. hand. Well, have, you've heard of uh, Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter, have you? I have heard yeah. of that. I watched that. That movie's fucking ridiculous. It's I saw actually Lincoln. The movie is pretty good. Oh yeah, with Daniel Day Lewis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he won a some award or something. I want to see that. He's a good actor. He's solid, man. Super solid. He always delivers. Yeah, I have to see. I think Spielberg did that too. Okay. It's great. Know, it's kind of, of boring lately. Yeah. I mean, the movie is kind of, it's not a thriller. Yeah. But it's good. It's definitely good. Let's check it out. Check it out. We've just been binge watching Sopranos lately. Second time. People love Sopranos. I've never touched it. I think it's probably the best show I've seen. Okay. <laughs> What's it on? How do you find HBO it? HBO Max. God, I don't have Max. How much shit do I need? I have Netflix. I have Prime Video. I have Hulu. Do I need to buy all this other fucking shit? What do you watch on Hulu? On Hulu, I watch Workaholics. Okay. I watch It's Always Sunny. Oh, okay. There you go. Okay. Got a lot of shit on there. Um, I had Hulu a while ago. I just watched Family Guy. But I don't know. Have you watched Up and no. or uh, Don't Look Up? <laughs> no. Is that good? It's really good. I've heard good things. My mom the other day, she was like, I don't people are talking about but somebody else was telling me about it and they said my cousin was saying it was pretty good i, I like leo so i you know i want to watch it he's, he's watch it a... leo's good 
I think uh, Jonah Hill is fucking hilarious in it. Oh, he's in it? Yeah. Meryl Streep's in it. Okay. Meryl Streep's the president, and she's like a... I think a is it a comedy overall? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I'll have to check it out. It's making fun of... It's basically making fun of how Republicans deny climate change. Oh, really? But it's kind she's of... like a Republican president? Yeah. Okay. That's never... I don't think it's ever stated that she is. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, you can tell, like, she's probably taking a stab at every republic like there's a picture of reagan they oh, show okay. like because i remember something in it it was like he's like yelling because nobody believes him or something because like, that's a meteor's it. coming okay yeah there's a meteor coming no one okay. believes and that's why it's called don't look up like the oh, republic okay. they're concerned about the midterm elections and getting oh, reelected. Okay. so she's like don't worry about that don't look up in the sky like mm -hmm. it's it's gonna be fine i have to check it out check jennifer it out lawrence right jennifer lawrence okay. leo jonah hill meryl streep um, yeah. Did you ever see that Beatles movie yesterday? Yeah, the Indian dude. In, yeah, he's in it. Not that he's amazing or anything. He's just another character, another person. That's yeah, in it. I mean, he. I love that movie though. It was no Slumdog performance, but yeah. <laughs> I don't. I, I think we talked about this before. Like I was, I was watching it and it was cool. And then all of a sudden, like some weird, like EDM song comes when they're driving away. I think you were telling me it was like a cover of a Beatles song or something. There was just something very weird at the end. Like this song came out of nowhere that f did not fit with it. It must have been like some modern day. Uh, and band. yesterday. Yeah, and that turned it off. And I don't uh, think I finished it. It was like the last five or ten minutes. <laughs> the last five or ten minutes is dumb. Well, it's it's after he like. He's like, I love you, you know. It's, yeah, that was, that part was stupid. He's like, I didn't write the songs or something, right? Doesn't yeah, he tells him? the he tells like a stadium that he didn't write. Yeah, and then they drive off because they're in love or something. The love then, story made it dumb for me. How did it end? Does does he live in that universe or does he go back to he? Yeah, so, he stays there. Yeah, it's the universe. That's it. He's that's stuck how, there. Well, he's not stuck in like an alternate. That's how the world evolved. Yeah. yeah, without the Beatles. Yeah. Yeah. And he meets John Lennon, never who never like ever wrote a lick of music. Yeah. Lives on this but it's him. Oh, I remember that scene, yeah. He goes and visits him. And he plays a rooftop gig. So he's he kinda did something cool because he gave the world the Beatles. Yeah. And if he didn't do that, then no one would have done that. Yeah. You know? And he made so the I think money. he and he made the money and, then, <laughs> and he got the girl. Oh, poor him. Yeah. No, but yeah, ultimately, I still would rather live in a world with the Beatles and one without them. Yeah. I guess you wouldn't know the difference either way. It was cool. I, I liked what's his name, that director, that British director. He's the one that did Slumdog too. So that's probably why he worked with him again. Danny McBoyle. Okay. Twenty eight days later. Yeah. Sunshine. Yeah. Trying to think what else. I think he was supposed to direct James Bond, but it didn't work out or something. I don't know. Have you ever watched The Kingsman? No. I've been wanting to fucking go. I wanted to take my dad, but he already had tickets to go with somebody else. I'm going I'm gonna see it this evening. Yeah. Yeah. It looks badass. I, I like the series. The fight scenes are cool. I've never seen a single one. Really? Will I be lost? No, no. It's it's like James Bond, but Americanized. Right on. So it's like British secret. You know, agents, but over the top fighting and camera work, good, and, good, good, and crazy stuff. So I'll love, it. I'll, I'm sure I'll love yeah, it. No, it's great, it's awesome. Okay. The first one is amazing. It was like an iconic church fight scene where it's just like chaos is in this church, it's like 
tits. Like, <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Hell yeah, violence in churches, you know. Love that. Yeah. Love that. Good juxtaposition. <laughs> but yeah, man, uh, I don't I don't know what's going on the rest of this month right now, but definitely be cool to jam. I think we should do a do a jam. Um I also might be reaching out for your talent vocally. Yeah, for the new this, song. New yeah, song. Yeah, yeah, let me know. Yeah. I will. I don't really have any deadlines or any organization. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just sort of reach out one yeah. day. <laughs> so have you you been getting some good reception on the new song? I know you're telling me everyone was jamming it. Um, oh, yeah. I think good reception. Yeah, a few... A lot of people have said that it they like it the most of all four. Oh, really nice. yeah. yeah. So that's a good sign. Um, yeah, it's a good, like, digestible aspect to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not too proggy. Right. It's only, there's two sections. Yeah. There's no bridge. There's no pre-chorus. Yeah. But I mean, it flows, you know I mean? It's just not, yeah. uh, I wouldn't say simple or anything, you know what I mean? But it's like a, like a Rage Against Machine song, you know? It's very digestible. It's digestible and it's um not too long. Yeah. It's all, how long is it? It's two minutes, 50 seconds. Oh, wow. Yeah. I wouldn't have even have noticed. I would have said three to four. Mm-hmm. That's, Which I that, like. That's when you know it's good, you know? Feels long, but it's not long. Yeah. And I think some songs have one too many choruses. You didn't need to end it on the chorus again. Yeah. We don't need to hear the chorus again. It's good It's good having people wanting more because then they'll just put it on again. Yeah. Get another play. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All day I just sit and watch that play ticker. Oh, yeah. Good Got one. one. Got uh, one. I won't name anyone, but I know a, a fellow musician who uh, has his stuff just streaming on like an extra iPad. <laughs> Does that work? Yeah. Oh, and cool. he was like, you know, at the end of the day, I'm getting the money I have to pay for Spotify back, you know, which is a weird. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I was like, I, I was like, that's very justifiable. I don't have anything against that. Yeah. I mean, do it, dude. Whatever is going to help you as a musician, because maybe it'll help a little bit. Yeah. No, having definitely. all those plays. I definitely had thought about doing that, but I, I feel like I'm at a good point to where we're getting, we are just naturally getting some good plays. So it's nice to sort of read the organic analytics. Yeah. Cause then you can kind of get a read off that. It's like, Oh, everyone's starting to listen to this other song. Maybe mm -hmm. we should, that happened. Like Celeritus was getting bumped up a lot. And I was like, let's do it at come and take it. I think you were at that show. We did it. It's like, let's, you know, people listen to it. It'd be good to have like a modern day, tight live video of it yeah so we ended up doing that so i think it's nice um and with spotify once you get a certain amount of plays or something uh it unlocks similar artists and then it starts to do you in the algorithm mm. so that's been helping too so we finally like i guess got the number of plays or the number of activities so now like when it's saying the playlist i'm featured in it's not people's private playlist it's like your weekly discover playlist. Yeah. I feel like that's huge because then you're starting to get recommended to other people. Yeah. Based on, you know, the to people algorithm. that don't necessarily follow you. Exactly. Yeah. People that aren't searching it, you know. Yeah. You use Spotify, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, they do. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like your your daily mix playlist, mm -hmm. you know. It's like sometimes, oh, what band is that? Yeah. So that's that's been really nice. I love that part of Spotify. Um curating someone something for you that based on what you listen to. Yeah. And I like discovering new music that way because mm -hmm. otherwise I'm going to listen to the same shit and I don't really, I use Shazam a good bit. Like if I hear a cool song, yeah. I'll Shazam it. Um, we, we live in a pretty good age for music, age for discovering new music. 
I don't know if you noticed, but Spotify just added lyric recognition. So like, you know, when some song like says the thing again and you search that, it's like, that's not, yeah. you know, they say live and let die, but the song's called, you know, Lakes. Oh, 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 oh. So you can actually just type in the hook or whatever, and it'll show up songs with lyrics. Wow. Okay. Which is pretty like. Can you add lyrics or does it have to be, you have to be pretty big for. Like, oh, for you, your music to have yeah. it? Uh, Distro Kid has that ability. So you don't have to be big. Distro Kid has that ability. I don't think TuneCore does. I don't know about CD Baby, but... TuneCore, I put my lyrics oh, in TuneCore. Okay, I guess I haven't seen that. But yeah, so no, I, I think it's open for anyone. Which makes sense, you know what I mean? It's just like five, you know, one kilobit of data. Or exactly. Something. Yeah. I mean, if they can do... um, What's it called? The loops? The video loops? Yeah. For, like, that's a lot more... Yeah, space than uh, yeah. lyrics, and that's nice too. I'm glad they're they're not sort of um, putting a gate up, up, you know, for you know smaller artists. To yeah, get some yeah, because those, those are nice to have. Yeah, you know, just a little video lyrics. It it adds up, you know. Yeah, I, I think it's smart too because it gives more value to any listener of any band. You know, I, I mean? think, and people don't watch it like they would watch a music video or a movie they don't stare at because it's a loop yeah it's just a nice little it's just like when you put the song on, on yeah it's like oh that's kind of cool yeah and maybe watch one or two loops of it then they set the phone because like you don't look at your phone while you're listening to music anyway yeah it's just you a like little pizzazz you know it's a little pizzazz it's like open it's like walking into a room and doing a spin yeah it doesn't last that long but it kind of lingers you know a little flare it's the first thing you see when you hear the song and so it's like it, it also promotes the music video because people are like, "What is that from?" Exactly. It's like, "Oh, music video." But you walk. Let's say you walk into a hotel room. You open the door. I think that perspective from the hotels, like their staff, or like when they're designing the hotel, yeah. the first fucking thing that you see is very important to them. Mm -hmm. So they're gonna make sure that it looks great in whatever way they can. Or the lobby, like the very first five seconds of what you see is so important. So I think same thing with the whatever. What's it called? On Spotify, oh, it's called a uh, shit. I can't remember. Clippies. But that first five seconds is your first impression visually of the song. Yeah, I mean it's it's uh, yeah. I just love it all. You know, like your shortcuts and recently played. But you know, for artists too, you can throw you can easily throw in um, bio pictures. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I I did that before we did the single because. Uh, they said you're more likely to get picked up for curated playlist if you have like a more active account. Oh, so, okay. So I, yeah. I, pr I probably need to do a little bit more of that. Like you can have, um, you can do your picks, you know, it expires after a while. So you kind of have to stay on top of it. So go, oh, you know, I think for a while I had put up uh, one of your songs. Awesome. Should probably do that again. Uh, actually, yeah. So if, for Nick's new song, I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna add that to our You shouldn't have our weekly pick. I think I think it lets me do other people's stuff, I'm pretty sure. But you can also do artist playlists. So it's like I did one for each of us. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's kind of cool, just like another added value for people. Yeah. I I definitely like it more. I mean it it feels it feels like a listening program. It's not like YouTube music. It's just some auxiliary thing from YouTube. It's like Spotify is about music. Yeah. It's not that's all, their yeah. number one focus. Exactly. So yeah, definitely check out Ansible and uh, check out our page if if you can't find that. I'll put.
put a pin. Finally, it has happened to me right in front of my face. <laughs> is that from somewhere you went? It might be from Santa Fe. You ever go Colorado? Camping? Yes. Um, I am an Eagle Scout. I've gone camping a shit ton. Oh, well, excuse me. I was just a Boy Scout. I'm just sorry. Just do your research okay. before you ask if I've an Eagle Scout's okay. ever been camping before. Um, no, yes. It's, yeah. I, I love, uh, I like camping. I wish I, I, I could have gotten that far. To, it was, well, um, definitely camped out a lot. Yeah. Maybe you ever had too much of a good thing and it's just like, sh- <laughs> yeah, that's probably what fucking, it was. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, like you're I, over it. Yeah. <laughs> I remember like my last few campouts and during them, I was like, I am so fucking looking forward to the last one. Like, yeah. It's kind of like being done with school. Like, I'm fucking done. Yeah. You know, and I, I'm done. I got my rank. I'm done with this shit. <laughs> you thought you could do it again then? I could, I would totally go camping again. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, some I, of these I mean spots- it's fun, dude. It's fun to, Build a campfire, yeah, and to you know go walking around on little hikes and like get shit faced and yeah sleep in a tent. It's kind of cool, yeah, for so, like two or three days. Yeah, yeah, we did two, we did two nights, but it was yeah. definitely the the sleep was horrible just because how cold it was. Well, yeah, that part you have to have a yeah. good sleeping bag and um, yeah. The second night I was pretty warm, but then it was the fucking air mattress was getting to me, and I don't know if I had it too firm the first night or something. I don't know. Yeah. But the site was cool. You had to have a four-wheel drive to get to it, but it was like 12 people max. There were like two areas to where each area could put like a, you know, a five-person tent on each yeah. one, like two five-people tents. Yeah. So, um, yeah, man, that was fun. Definitely want to do it again when it's when it's nicer outside. Yeah. I'll try to do There's something a, for spring break. I think like March is probably a good time to go. It's like not super hot, but... Yeah. It's going to be packed everywhere, though, if I go during spring break. Yeah. That's just... You know what? I remember a lot from camping that I fucking hated was uh, when it was cold mm-hmm. and you had to fucking piss in the middle of the night. Yeah, getting out of <laughs> getting out of you you have like you try so hard to tell yourself I'm gonna be fine. Yeah, and then you just have to pee so bad that you can't fall asleep. Uh huh. And you have to get out of your warm sleeping bag, unzip the fucking thing. Yeah, that 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 was me the first night. I was like set on trying to get through the night and just. If like, you're drinking beer, you're gonna have to yeah. piss. Yeah, I was bad, man. I woke up like at three, and yeah. I had yeah, I had I had tried to go to sleep that night with just like underwear and socks. Like I was like, I don't want fucking all this shit on me, you know. Like I want to sleep like I'm at home. Let me just try to get through yeah. it. But see, I when I had to piss at like four, I was like fuck, like take it. Like, I had to put everything yeah. on. So the second night, I was like, made sure I was sleeping in warm clothes to make me even warmer and if I had to get up which I did you know it's like a you lot could just easier. get out yeah. yeah yeah but yeah well that wasn't fun but it yeah. was I, I, I'm glad I did it though it's it, it's uh well it's the least you can I mean it's yeah. not that big of a deal no, it, it really wasn't it really wasn't <laughs> yeah yeah so we got let's go we got a jam we got to play live harmonics mm-hmm. sing on one of my songs and we got to go camping so we'll knock all that out this year, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for this year. Me I don't too. Know, like, I, I feel like, like you were saying, as far as the whole, you know, damper the last couple years, I feel like a lot of people are kind of in, you know, your shoes from that perspective. Like, it's like, it's a new year. Yeah. You know, it's like time to move on. You know. Yeah. What I mean? I, COVID is 
still here, but I feel like it's kind of on a back burner. Yeah, it's, it's way not more as, than yeah. like I was. I was sanitizing boxes of cereal. Like it was. Yeah. Well, like I said, when we were first, when I was first at it, we were getting everything delivered, and I wiped down everything with gloves. Yeah. Exactly. And you had your Darth Vader mask. Yeah. It's like now. Yeah. I'm just so far, far from that. You know. Yeah. It's not affecting my life as much as it used to. Yeah. And, and that probably goes for everybody. Kind of piggybacking on what you said, too. The, the first podcast I did here, my friend TJ was talking about it, too. It's it's kind of like a, a spiritual thing, too, for people. Because, uh, like, my grandparents, they used to just, you know, they didn't care about shit. Yeah. Um, and they would just be like, oh, whatever, you know, like, yeah. God will take care of it or something. Yeah. A little too lax. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, too, too much of a good thing of being kind of just at peace with the world. I feel like this generation is kind of just like, I don't know, doesn't really have that or doesn't have it as much. Like my friend was saying, people are kind of, they're not as at peace with death or whatever. And maybe it's a lot of people are generation millennials, like on the internet, getting older. It's like mixing that fear of death, imminent fear of death with life and something. And it's, you know, it's uh, definitely is something spiritual in a way and not really religious but you know just being able to be like yeah it's like i'm gonna go outside i might get hit by a car you know i yeah. might you know i probably have a higher chance of getting killed in a car crash than from covid you know just yeah. being young and having already had it and natural antibodies and stuff totally so yeah i mean that's that's part of it too is just kind of like being at peace with your mortality not so much you know <laughs> diving into it like, oh, whatever, you know, let's fucking, let's let me go draw, drunk drive without my seatbelt. And, you know, it's like, not in that sense, but, uh, yeah, just kind of living, being smart about your choices, but yeah, not, not being too, uh, not paralyzing your life. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah. Not being an agoraphobe and yeah. a germaphobe and a yeah. hypochondriac. Yeah. Well, here we are. Here we are. <laughs> cool. You can go run. I'll see you at Cisco's. Um, to go run right now? Yeah, I'll probably go for a jog. Okay. The shorter, the better. I mean, I don't want. To, God, I hate yeah. who. It's is it, it the weather? Well, it's just like if, it's, if it was warm and you would have like. No, it's the, not the weather. I just it's, don't want to do it. It's being out of the rhythm of working out for oh, okay. two months. It's hard to day one is hard mm -hmm. to restart because I don't want to start unless I'm gonna keep doing it. Cause like doing it once, if I were to work out today and then take Not another good. month off, it didn't do shit. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, so that's getting behind like mentally like, okay, we're gonna start working out again is a little hard, but I think you just take it one step at a time. Well, the, the one thing I always remember is like, I ne I've never regretted working out and I've, yeah. nev I've never not yeah. felt good afterwards. It's a great too. thing to remember. Like you're tired, but you feel like- you feel great. You feel great. A little high. Alive. Yeah. 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 Well, you're, you're pumping me up, just like yeah. Steve Harvey. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. You go do that, and I'm just going to fucking sit. I'm going to watch more Sopranos, okay? Drink some more ranch water? <laughs> yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs>